This podcast is brought to you by Lacrosse All-Stars. Growing the game, one podcast at a time. What's going on, everybody out there in the lacrosse world? We had a pretty eventful weekend here in the NLL. I'm back from Cuba. I'm really excited. I loved what uh, Rich put together. And we uh, also have a really amazing guest from STX who's going to be talking about their entire team moving to the PLL. We have a couple of those interviews that we're going to start sprinkling in, giving you guys some insight uh, as to what that means for the league, the uh, MLL, and uh, pretty much the dissemination of, of that entire you know, organizational structure into two major leagues. Before we do that, obviously we are going to get into the weekly review with Rich Snow. Quick brief recap here. The Warriors uh, pull off an incredible overtime victory versus the Mammoth. The Wings take another L against the Rock. Rochester offense comes alive against uh, Buffalo and ends a three-game losing streak. And uh, there's a strong start against the Rush, gets uh, the Swarm back into the winning column. And uh, the Bandits, well, the Bandits might as well just showed up by themselves. That was an absolute domination. Let's take a quick listen from our sponsors and we'll get into the weekly recap. What's going on, Lax All-Stars? I'm not a huge football fan. I don't actually even watch the sport, but I do always watch the Super Bowl just because everyone gets around. It's kind of a good time of the party. So in order to make things interesting, we made a custom Super Bowl twig and whoever gets closest to the spread of the halftime score will win it. Uh, we engraved it with all the teams and the colors, so hope you guys enjoy. Comment below and tag two of your friends. Take care. All right, I am back from Cuba. You are. I am, and uh, I, have, I have news. One, there's no spicy food in Cuba. Mm. I didn't know that. Uh, two, uh, you know, I, I want to send out some, some thoughts to, apparently a hurricane came through like right after I left, so uh, everyone in Cuba, which was a great uh, trip, I, that's, I don't know, it's, it's a weird feeling to like leave and then like three hours when you're on a plane, like that's happening in the wake of your exit. Mm-hmm. You just eating a soft-baked cookie in first class, just... Open for the My wife got upgraded to first class, <laughs> and meanwhile, there's like an absolute tragedy in the country. It, it spoiled my first class experience for sure. Um, but yeah, thoughts thoughts go out to them because that was an amazing trip, and it's just a real negative uh, situation over there, obviously. But you did bring back you did bring back some lovely treats. Oh, some cigars? Yeah, they smell delicious. Yeah, I got Rich's cigar, which by the way is legal. Um, and everyone who I'm giving them to thinks I like smuggled them in. Yeah, it sounds cooler, so just let just let Yeah, my dad's in. like, oh, just bring back in. a yeah. Cuban cigar. I was like, I did it, in fact. He's like, you mind giving me one? I'm like, you can have one. It's like, no, you're allowed not. to have like a box of 50 and like four things of rum. Yeah, like, let, him not... think, let him think you're a Oh, spy. I'm not going to tell be him. Cooler. He doesn't, I don't think he knows, I don't think he knows what a podcast is, so I don't think. He might be spying us. Yeah, unless, unless this is in print <laughs> and in a, <laughs> unless this is in print in a magazine, I don't think he's going to know. All right, so you got to watch these games. I actually just got to watch the recaps because I got back on Sunday. Yeah, I kept forgetting. I kept asking you if you saw this, and you were like, N no, no, I didn't, clearly. Let's talk about Philadelphia. So first and foremost, uh, the team uh, in the wake of, of the entire incident, which I think you might have touched on while I was gone, uh, I think the response has gotten much better. Oh, absolutely. And I think, um, I think you know, obviously... This has pivoted from a scandal kind of situation to a, uh, a learning situation, oh, which yeah. is where I think it needs to be. 
kudos to the community for forcing that into that box because mm -hmm. it could have very easily slipped into something else. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy the, uh, I don't want to say the pressure, but like, yeah, um, I enjoyed the pressure that, that the community was putting on the, on the situation. Like, everybody has to say something and... No, I think it mediated itself itself yeah. well, and yeah. um, I think there was a lot of people who said a lot of uh, very inspiring things. And I also saw that uh, um, there was a follow-up response on their Instagram, which I encourage everyone to go check from one of the defenders who, um, who you know, I won't ruin it. Go check that out. I thought it was really well said, really well spoken. And that's on the, the Wings Instagram? It's on the Wings Instagram. Guys, go check it out. I don't even want to give any insight to it, but it was it was really nice. And uh, the consistency of the message, I think, is important, and hopefully that continues. But what also is continuing is that they can't get a W. Now, I would like to say something. Being that I've always played on the worst lacrosse teams and was also not a very good player on those bad lacrosse teams, I kind of like that they're losing. You know, he... I can't, they're I, easy to cheer for. No, and that's the thing. Like, yes, they're very... like. Uh, like, these, All right, yeah, these sure. losses are hurting. They're starting to hurt my feelings because they're like they're just we're just losing them. It and doesn't measure up. Please, please for anyone. Please don't watch this video. <laughs> anyone anyway, who's watching the video, I just picked up a giant roller over the shop. No, it was. I mean, we man, this game was crazy. We went on a run. We were crushing Toronto, and then uh, and then you, uh, man, uh, we just can't. We can't. We can't it's do a full issue. 60. We can't, yeah. Well, not even just a closing. Sometimes it's an opening issue, and we just can't get the team to, to play the way that we know we can play for the whole game. Like, it'll either be we're not playing for the first quarter, and they'll go on a run that we just can't recover from, or uh, we'll dominate in the whole beginning and then let it go on the fourth. I feel we're, it's like we're watching the Eagles again. It's like we're watching the Eagles again? All right. Well, um, by the way, everyone out there, we do have a uh, giveaway going on on Lax All-Stars for uh, Super Bowl Stick. You guys could check out the Instagram on uh, both our at Woodlaxstick's Instagram and the Lax All-Stars Instagram for a custom giveaway. Rich actually strung it up with some custom colors. Cool. I did some graphic design and did the engraving on it. Um, it's pretty cool. I don't care about football at all. It's just like a blatant exploitation of a different sport that people seem to like. But either way, uh, let's burn through this here. Uh, Buffalo Rochester hit me with the game. What was interesting there? Oh my goodness! Uh, it was it was exciting. I guess that's that's what we'll say. Uh, Great review. All right. No, uh, I mean you know Buff <laughs> Buffalo Buffalo is an amazing team. Uh, I mean Rochester, you know, clearly is an amazing team too. I guess they just it, it didn't work out this time. That's a terrible review. Let's I'm go Colorado Vancouver. <laughs> A little bit closer, you got uh, the Mammoth taking a fall, and uh, let's see here, that actually puts them, um, that puts them down at the at the bottom part of, of their division at this point in time. Yeah, man, I, I don't know, man, the, the Mammoth are having a rough, a rough go at it this season. They, I don't want to say they're always, well, they're always one of my favorites, you know, but I, I was not expecting it to be this slow of a start, or I mean, we're... Can you even call it a start now? How many games in are we? Uh, I think, I don't know, is this week six? About, yeah, six, six, seven maybe? Yeah, I mean definitely you're getting to the point where, um, and we'll get into the actual standings here in a little bit, but uh, you're getting to the point where these teams are starting to formulate themselves. Yeah. And you're seeing a strong swarm, you're seeing a really surprising uh, Seals. Oh man, yeah, the Seals the are, seals are really, seals really surprising. Are and I'm, I'm excited about that, I mean I wish obviously it was the Wings. I wish it was our expansion team doing that. But like I said, I mean, I'm also cool, like, basically being the uh, the Raiders of the NLL. 
<laughs> as, look, as long as we're fighting and as long as we're, you know, we're hitting people and not getting uh, dropped with one punch, then you know what, we'll be fine. Well, uh, let's, let's jump forward uh, to Buffalo and New England, which was an absolute slaughterhouse. And uh, uh, we had a, a nine-point run, if I'm not mistaken. Was that correct? Is that the actual number? I believe it was. Uh, you know me, I'm not uh, Hold on, necessarily you, a mathematical Well, We'll run into right the now. review. I'll, I'll pull up the exact stats, but oh, I think that's impressive. Man, this, this game was out of control. I don't really know how to describe it except for that, but... I mean, jeez. <sighs> nah, it was 8-0. It was an 8-0 run. Um, and Buffalo uh, gave up five. Uh, Buffalo gave up separate five-goal and six-goal runs to uh, shift the game from a 6-5 in their favor. So, yeah, that's insane. And how many did you say Dane had? If All you guys right, can't uh, tell, obviously, I was like Dane, literally Dane, in a foreign country. Dane had nine points, I believe. That's freaking ridiculous. Yeah, he uh, he went off. I mean, they, they, man, Ian McKay had a great game, too. Uh, yeah, shout out to the big homie. Like, you know, he's moving up to that forward spot, I guess. You watch, everybody better watch their roster spots. All right, and uh, we have Georgia Swarm against the Rush. Oh, man. That was, that was a game. It was, uh, man, uh, the Rush had a hard time in this one. It wasn't the best. I mean, they just, it didn't seem like they even got in a rhythm. Georgia kind of just, like, manhandled them. Well, uh, again, obviously, you know, Georgia has been really uh, performing very well. And that puts them at second in their division. Toronto being first only because they have, they have, they have one less game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, Georgia, I think Georgia had something to prove after that last, that last weekend of a... Well, Buffalo, Georgia, and Toronto are basically sitting head-to-head. -head. Yeah. Uh, and and that, again, that's only because Toronto only has one L. But yeah, they're, they're still one game behind just due to the weird staggering in the beginning of the yeah. season. And, and honestly, though, if you these, these aren't really telling to how the teams have played because Toronto has just been squeaking by on a lot of their wins. So, like, I would say that both Buffalo and Georgia are more dominant in that division play-wise than, than I would say Toronto is. All right, well, let's get into the division standings here. Going into, I believe this will be week eight, um, if, that's, if that's how you want to measure. But with seven weeks down, in the Eastern Division, we have Toronto, Georgia, Buffalo, New England, Rochester, and Philadelphia. We out here. We out here. We're out here. We're out here. Um... Not doing much out here, but we are. We are out here. We are. Out we're here. out here. Oh, we're out, Rich. We're outside. We've. Oh, it's snowing out. Yeah, it is. Uh, Western Division: San Diego, Saskatchewan, Calgary, Vancouver, and Colorado. I, I, I see. You know what? The, what's kind of entertaining is Colorado and Philadelphia are both having like these games where they're very winnable, and their their L's are coming by like very little digit spreads, but. It's still pretty much uh, anyone, well, it's not anyone's, it's not Philadelphia or Colorado who's gained win, but... <laughs> you know, I'm not a mathematician, but who knows? No, I do. You, you can't have it. Uh, Toronto, Georgia, and Buffalo are all pretty much neck and neck in the uh, Eastern Division. All right, guys, give us one second here, and we will show you what's coming up, and then we're going to move into our interview with uh, Jake Bernhardt and his move to the PLL. Oh, exciting. What's going on, Lax All-Stars? I'm not a huge football fan. I don't actually even watch the sport, but I do always watch the Super Bowl just because everyone gets around and it's kind of a good time at the party. So, in order to make things interesting, we made a custom Super Bowl twig, and whoever gets closest to the spread of the halftime score will win it. Uh, we engraved it with all the teams and the colors, so hope you guys enjoy. 
comment below and tag two of your friends. All right, so we got a couple exciting, well no, we have a lot of exciting games this weekend. No, uh, just a couple. Just a few? All right, Only well, you, two. The rest you decide which ones the are exciting and let us know. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, but starting <laughs> off the weekend uh, on Friday, Friday's the first, correct, I believe? Yes. Yep. First Friday. Uh, Saskatchewan is taking on Toronto at 7.30. Uh, New England's taking on Georgia at 7.35. And, uh, and finishing the night up at 8 o'clock, Rochester is taking on Philadelphia. Hopefully we will get our first win this season. <laughs> and those are all Eastern Standard Time, just so you know. All right, so the second night of games, uh, you are looking at Georgia and Rochester, Colorado and Buffalo, both at 7.30. You're going to have to pick the game you want to watch there. And then Vancouver and Calgary is going to be your last game of the weekend. And uh, let's get into uh, the special guest, Jake Bernhardt and his conversation about moving uh, to the PLL here. Yeah, we got some and, hot takes. Yeah, hot takes. And uh, guys, if you were unaware, all STX is moving, and that's a huge, huge talent pool. Obviously, you're talking about Kyle Harris and Jake Bernhardt. Listen, the list is going to go on and on, and we have three amazing interviews. Let's jump right into it, and welcome back, Jake Bernhardt. So ladies and gentlemen, we have Jake here in the studio, Jake Bernhardt. Um, and uh, we wanted to talk to you a little bit about uh, your recent signing with STX and, uh, and signing with the PLL. Yeah, I mean, it's exciting times in our sport. Um, I think, you know, our sport's just going to the new le next level. Um, and with the PLL, and then also I'm grateful to be a part of STX, being a guy with them for a while, but officially, you know, taking it to the next level with the signing and something that I, you know, dreamed of being a guy coming from, you know, from Orlando, Florida uh, to being where I am now. So I'm uh, really looking forward to this summer. I gotta uh, say, so this would be like the generic question. This is the vanilla question. What do you think will be different between League A and League B? You're a player. We got you here. This is fresh news that STX is moving uh, to the PLL. And what's your expectation? You know, I just think, again, just taking this whole thing to just another level, uh, another stratosphere, you know, however you want to put it. I mean, I think... You're talking about competition? Uh, I think just exposure for the game. I mean, yeah. people are not good. People that currently haven't been involved with lacrosse aren't, you know, weren't being attracted to it. And I think now they're going to be attracted to it with, you know, the TV deals and everything that we have. Um, and just, it's going to become, hopefully, you know, more of a, you know, common thing to talk about, you know, rather than just being like, I have a subscription to this, you know. You can't, you can't grow this sport on a subscription. Yeah, I mean, I understand the idea of subscriptions after learning more and more about them, but um, it takes time. I mean, it takes a lot of time and you just don't know when that's gonna be. So hopefully with this NBC deal, it's really just gonna take it to, you know, just get there much faster. I don't think that there's any argument in that. No, I think the NBC deal is uh, is honestly that's that in my opinion is one of the biggest uh, the biggest things that's going to help grow our sport in in recent history. Honestly, just getting that on on TV so it's it's everywhere, and uh, and also um, uh, you know there's there's been uh, different opinions about the uh, the tour base, but in in my opinion, I was thinking if you don't have lacrosse in your city, then that's the only way you're going to get some lacrosse in your city. You know, it's like, I think uh, places that have hubs tend to think like, oh, well, I'm not going to get lacrosse, you know, wherever, every weekend, like I'm used to. But, I mean, Philly hasn't had field lacrosse in 
forever. So you know, I mean, honestly, they're. They, I think it's going to be bringing. What were places. we? The Liberty Bells or something? Let's like think. It was the Liberty. It was the, it was the, it was the Barrage. The Barrage. I believe. That's such an aggressive name for no reason. <laughs> we're an aggressive city. I think he's, he's right. I mean, yeah. If you could speak on that, so like, there's there's not going to be any reason for someone to feel a geographical relevancy to a team, but it. Does that matter if like you never had any chance of that? I mean, anyway? honestly, if like, your if your home that? team isn't your favorite team, does it even matter? You know, right. there's a lot of people that. Well, I think I mean over time, you know, there's you guys are going to find out there's going to be storylines behind each team and the way teams are structured, and I think it's going to be really exciting for the sport. Um, I think people are going to have opportunities to grow ties to two certain teams, and it's going to be really cool with the way that they're doing everything. And when it comes to the tour-based model. Um, I think you know the jury, you know, is still out there. But um, think of it like NASCAR. Think of it like a concert. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's, it's an event. It's, it's an I event. didn't. I didn't think of that. NASCAR is a great analogy. You know, and they they sell out those places, and it's you're yeah. just trying to get as many people there that don't get to see it on a weekly basis. Because if NASCAR was in one spot every week, it's just it wouldn't. Thrive the way it's yeah. thriving. It's a really interesting analogy. I don't think I've actually heard anybody make that analogy outside of. Uh, well, I, I can't take credit for that. I mean, that's definitely like Paul or Kyle. Oh, or... you should have taken credit. We didn't hear it. <laughs> you guys heard him. Full credit being taken for this amazing analogy. It came right off the top of his head at this moment. No, but that is that's a very uh, interesting you know uh, comparison because I can tell you. I've never been to a NASCAR race, but if there was one around and someone was like, hey, this thing's happening, that is the exact situation in which I would go to a NASCAR race is be like, yeah, screw it, I got nothing going on Saturday, right. grab a case of beer and go. I'm assuming that's what they do. That's what they show, they literally show it on TV. But this in this circumstance, I heard there's going to be like a festival and this and that. I mean, and you get all the games. You get all the games. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's going to be the most exciting part is yeah. that the games, the way they're gonna be kind of structured. There's gonna be some rule changes, gonna be different than what you kind of see um, for the way lacrosse has been played the past, you know, however many years, games are gonna be a little bit shorter. Um, so it's hopefully gonna grasp the, the spectator's attention a little bit longer so you can watch three games in one day. Um, Cause it is gonna be a little bit of a longer uh, event, yeah, yeah. but mm -hmm. um, it's gonna be exciting because you're gonna have different people on the field, you know, within the next, what, four or five hours that you're there? I mean, what else can you ask for? Nothing really. No, I'm, I'm actually, it's funny, I was already excited, but now I'm even more excited, and, and this is, it's not, it's not here soon enough. Yeah, you are stoked. Yeah, I'm pretty, yeah. pretty excited. Yeah, this is a good year for you. Yeah, you got Philly lacrosse back. It's a really got, good year. It's a really it's good, a really year, good year of lacrosse for me. Uh, all right, my last question, and uh, then we'll let, you, we'll let you go, is, you know, there is a massive funnel of talent that is just going right into the PLL. Is is there going to be any quality play for the MLL left? Because that's that that's going to have a void. I mean, it's definitely going to have a void. But as you guys know, there's so many good players out there that haven't been able to play at that next level or just given an opportunity. And, and that's what it just it takes only one chance, you know, for a guy to become the next superstar. And I think having two leagues is, is a good thing for our sport. Um, and I think people will disagree with me on that to a certain point because- I, gonna have an opinion. I, I, right. I agree completely. More, more league, more opportunity. Right. I mean, you, like I said, there's just gonna be guys that you just never, didn't get a chance because they were given two weeks of uh, training camp in MLL in years prior. 
they just weren't able to crack a lineup and you know maybe they weren't practice guys maybe when they go and play they turn it on and I think just giving guys opportunities is going to just you know hopefully make this thing flourish in both leagues I think if you got and this is this is a prediction this is a Justin Skaggs prediction all right let's hear it, let's hear it. Uh, you got all the talent going from League A to League B. League B is built to cultivate that talent as its main focus. League B obviously being the PLL. And then you're going to have the Legacy League of the MLL trying to fill all these spots and trying to get all this talent back. Um, they're, not, they're, I mean, they're not likely to change their monetary situation with the players. You might find yourself in a situation where you now have an A League and a B League. Where you have a, you know, kind of like a triple-A baseball thing going on to some effect. But uh, in a weird situation, there's going to be more teams in the triple-A baseball, which I guess is actually pretty similar. So I don't know. I think that's I, – I don't – it. The, the guy on top of the mountain, man, like, he just keeps he, – he's going to stay there. So, like. yeah, so so what you're, what you're saying is basically – Did I do um, a bad job of saying that? Like, no, no, I, I, think, I think maybe uh, – maybe Hey, Rich, take the lumps out of what I just said. Confused, but so, – so basically what you're saying is, is, is the PLL is going to attract – the top level talent, and basically, as uh, I guess to say, the MLL is cultivating athletes. They might, you know, move up to the to the oh, PLL. Yeah. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I think. I mean, I don't know. It. It. it why do I think that? It just freaking happened. <laughs> I think it's too early every, to tell. I don't know. Every every SDX athlete just 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 moved, and you guys have some serious hitters. Yeah, I mean, and then yeah. I, I got to tell you, I want to see you guys play the other people. <laughs> I mean, I think, I, I think eventually it's going to it's gonna establish that type of, you know, want, um, you know, two leagues coming well, You're Switzerland, and I'm over here just scorching the earth. Listen, I'm just, I'm dreaming maybe one day we get a league versus league. We should have, we have a league every month, a new league every month. How do you feel I mean, about it? You guys can come down to the PLL and watch me and Rich just fall all that's over what, I mean, That's what football's doing now. They got, you see Ricky Williams and Terrell Owens came out with their own league. I mean, yeah. everyone's coming out with a league. Hey. We got the Philadelphia Soul or something owned by Bon Jovi. We got some <laughs> whack teams in this city. That's well, right. football. Hey, arena that's football right. is exciting. Absolutely. <laughs> arena football is super exciting. I wouldn't know, but you know, if I had a free Saturday, I'd either watch NASCAR or arena football. But maybe I'll go to the PLL. Hey, I'm definitely going to the PLL. All right, man. Well, thank you for coming in and shedding some light on this. And good luck, man. This is going to be awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. All right, guys. Uh, as always, thank you very much to our editor, uh, Joseph Snow, that makes us look and sound better than we really are. As well, Frank Stanley from Track 13 Records for all of our music. Again, thanks for not charging us any money, buddy. Uh, and STX for sponsoring this podcast and Lax All-Stars. Grow the game. Uh, until next time, take care. Keep laxing.